Aloha, how's it? What's good, y'all? This is the Soul Brother. Happy Aloha Friday to you. Lovely day here in the Nay, as always. So happy to be on this afternoon. It has been a busy, busy, busy week. So I got a couple more and hopefully things will slow down for me. So got a little update yesterday on my medical situation. Uh, the doc said that, you know, everything is looking good. I'm doing what I need to be doing. You know, he's seeing some improvements. Uh, so we're just going to continue to monitor my situation. And, you know, hopefully I'm on the mend finally after close to two and a half years of this. So it has been scary, but, you know, there's, uh, there's always light at the end of the tunnel as long as you continue to believe. So praise God. Thank you for that. But today I'm going to chat about a little, little topic. I got some, uh, I got some meetings that I got to attend to here at the top of the hour. It's about one twenty here. So, so this will be a brief one here, but what is it about you Hawaii? That's the name of this one. Um, whenever you say Hawaii, a lot of people, they think of fun, sun, um, the islands, beaches, tropical, rainforests, all that stuff, right? Um, a lot a lot of people love the allure of the islands here. You know, there's a nostalgic kind of old-fashioned, kind of old-school feel about how things are over here. And, um, and the people are second to none. They are amazing. Uh, they, uh, we have a lot of, uh, we show a lot of aloha. We have a lot of aloha also, but where things kind of go, go a little haywire is, uh, when people not from here come here and, uh, mistreat the aina, that is Hawaiian for land. We get a lot of tourists here. I live on the island of Kauai, but when I lived on Oahu, no different. Oahu is the largest of all of the islands. Well, actually, it's the most it's the most populated of all the islands. Hawaii Island or the Big Island is the largest, but you know uh, uh, there's a lot of of open land. But yeah, and when people come here, right? Like when I came here, right, I'm, I'm a newbie. I didn't know much about it. Regardless of, of what happens, I always respect people wherever I go, right? Especially if it's another place, a location, country, like when I went to Italy, you know, because I'm a visitor in their land. So when I come to their land or when people come here, we need to know how to have respect. We need to understand that, you know, there's people that live here. There's people that call the islands their home. Like it would have been one thing if I would have went over to Italy and just been rude and, and just, you know, racist or discriminatory or I littered, you know, all the, all of those things, right? Like you wouldn't want someone to come into your mama's house and to do all that stuff. So 
that's generally a good rule. Like if you wouldn't want someone like to do something at your mom's house, then you probably shouldn't do it or you probably shouldn't say it, you know? So, but for as long as I've been here, here in Hawaii, I've been here for 10 years and counting. I don't plan on leaving. I plan on dying here. Um, I absolutely love it here. The, you know, it's amazing here. The people are great. And they know that I'm not from here, but they know that I respect them. I show them respect. I don't try to fit in. I don't try to talk pigeon or talk all of the, you know, uh, the slang or, you know, it's like I'm here. I'm a respectable and respected member of my society here as I was also on the island of Oahu. So, and when people see you often, when they associate you with someone that's re- that is respectable, kind, not rude, right? They'll go out of their way to extend additional aloha to you. It's not that they don't want to, but you got to remember when people come here, it's a, like there's a lot of tourists. They come, they crap on the land, they do what they do, they leave right? Um, That's how we make our money here in the islands is uh, through tourism. So it's kind of when people come here, they need to learn how to act. You know, and this is coming from someone that wasn't born here. I was born in Newton, Kansas, of all places in smacks, smack in the middle of the United States country. But I guess I was raised right. And when I moved here, it's like, for me, it was easy for me to adapt. Because one, I treat people how I want to be treated. So that's the first and foremost. I mean, if you if you don't even start with that, then you have no chance here. Because remember, you're way out in the middle. You're way out in the middle of the ocean out here. And you're on a rock. And there's limited resources. Everyone knows everyone. So there's no reason for you to come all the way out out here and act a damn fool and leave your your mark or your impressions on the people because they for sure won't appreciate it or you. Example, Justin Bieber, when he came to Kauai, he acted a damn fool. And the locals just, they don't have any respect for him. Why? Because he didn't have any respect for them or the land, right? Um, and there's, an, you know, and there's increasingly becoming more and more people like that, that are just rude. I mean, uh, there's always been rude people, but it's like when you start crossing over into other people's lands and territories and things like that, especially things that are remote, like uh, the islands here, um, you need to understand that, you know, there's a stigma for people that are not from here. So when you get people that are not from here, even if they're tourists and they come here act a fool, for those of us who have transplanted ourselves here, who were not from here, but who now live here and who are respected in the community, that affects us, the folks who are living here that are not native to Hawaii. And, you know, it's crazy because a lot of people talk about the sovereignty here. Well, At first, I didn't really understand it. I didn't really know 
why they're so mad, but I quickly, quickly found out. And to be honest, I would probably do the same thing if I had a bunch of people uh, coming here um, and, and acting up and cutting up and disrespecting my land and the history of it, right? You know, um, we're way out of the age of uh, people needing to come here and colonize, okay? Uh, we don't need that. These people here, out here, uh, these are good people who love one another, who care for one another. We help everyone in our communities. We care. You know, uh, we don't necessarily have a lot of compassion for people that are rude, that come here, disrespectful, that treat our local people like trash. Because I've, I've definitely seen it. Um, and I live on an island now where there's a lot of tourism. And I see people, and it's disgusting how they come here with their smug attitudes disgusting you know um generally it's one particular kind of person but not necessarily focused on that one kind of person like and i think you can read in between the lines there and it's 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 not good the local people here all races all colors right we don't like that we don't like that and y'all need to understand that when you come here to Hawaii, there's a certain code that you need to abide by. There's a certain way that you need to act when you come here. Again, it's no different than if I walked up into your mama's house and I was kind and showed her respect or I started calling her all kind of names but a child of God. You probably wouldn't appreciate that. You probably wouldn't like me for that. But yet and still, it doesn't give other people that are not from here the right to come here and do that. That's why you see a lot of people, they don't have any respect like for the tourists. It's kind of a double-edged sword. It's like, we want them to come here for the tourism to help our economy, but we really don't want them here because they're destructive. So it's like, when you come here uh, to Hawaii, if you're not from here, I don't care if you've been coming here for years or if you've never been here. First thing that you do when you step off that plane, right, you humble yourself. When I moved here, I definitely humbled myself. My set of circumstances, emotionally, put me already in that state where I knew that this was going to be my home. I already knew it because I moved here to be near my kids. So I already knew how, for myself, how I had to conduct myself. I already knew. And they say, if you come here and you're disrespectful, the islands, she'll let you know. I've been here for 10 plus years and the islands have been good to me very good to me. And I will continue to be here for a long time. And I will continue to be good to the islands. Why? Because that's what you're supposed to do. That's what you're supposed to do, right? The way that it works here, we kind of slow. And not in the sense that uh, we're not intelligent, because we're highly intelligent. But we, but we just don't uh, believe in all the rush, rush, rat race stuff that a lot of y'all uh, like to bring here. We're laid back here. It's chill. Some of my people, uh, they get down like, with the herb. I don't necessarily partake of that, but I do live the laid back aloha lifestyle. No worries. Yeah, there's things to do, but like, what's the rush? Like what's most important is ohana, family. Spending time with them and being there for them, working for them and doing for them. That's what it's all about out here. Yeah, we need the tourism, but we definitely need family first. And that's one thing that I love about the islands.
I love it, right? There's that feeling that you get. It's that island feeling that you're way out here. And for me, like when I have first moved down here, I was on my own. But the people just adopt you. And as long as you treat them with respect and you get along, folks start to recognize and see you and they'll let their guard down. But if you ever come here and wonder why you feel a, a sense that like uh, the locals don't necessarily, not that they don't like you, but that they, they want to give you a hard time. Well, it's because, you know, if you come here with a particular type of attitude and walking around, then, you know, you should check yourself and realize how you're acting because that's just not how we are out here, right? It's a melting pot out here. There's not just Hawaiians. We got the Tongans, the Filipinos, uh, the Fijians, right? We have black, we have white, we have Asian, we have European, all walks of life live here why obviously the temperatures but you know this is a place where you're not judged you come here you live here and people accept you for you which is something i wish i could say about the mainland uh, us but i can't it's different the moment you hop on any flight leaving from wherever west coast the southwest the northwest wherever or east coast you can tell when those tires hit the runway and when you step out that plane, you can already instantly tell how it is here. That should tell you something. The next time that you do come here, if you come here for the first time, humble yourself, see how people interact with one another. Take a step back, like from what you're used to. You'll be pleasantly surprised that if you reciprocate that same behavior, you'll go a long way. One, in coming here, and being able to enjoy yourself and having other locals respect you versus you coming here and having a tough time at it, right? We have our drama here, don't get me wrong, but it's way and far less than what is on the mainland. And that's for sure. And that's how we keep it here. We kind of have a society here that self checks one another. We don't really like all that shooting and carrying on like, yes, we do. And we haven't had like some crimes like lately unfortunately, you know, but for the 10 years that I've been here up until this past year, to say that a person has been murdered or something like that, uh, you don't hear about that. You may hear about a scuffle or two or people at the bars like getting drunks, not always, but mainly our, our military, unfortunately. Really, it's quiet. And even the military, right? Sometimes they get a bad rap. Because, especially for the men, I mean, you know, guys, look, if you're in the service and you come here, you know, this is not, uh, this is not like your public dating board or, you know, a place where you treat uh, these women bad. I mean, I've seen so many local women been mistreated by a lot of, of the men of the military. Y'all need to stop that crap. Y'all really do. There's just there's just no point in it. Especially if your orders are only here for a year or two. You need to respect. Because, you know, uh, the military, while we're very grateful for them, 
there's some parts of society that don't necessarily care for them because of the way that they conduct themselves outside of their normal regular duties. And that's sad. But again, that's kind of the American culture, right? Like we go above and beyond where we should. We don't necessarily show respect. We have the ego mentality up front, off top. You know, um, and there's a certain demographic of people that like that. But then it it's also a breeding ground for for crime, especially of the sexual nature. Um, a lot of domestic violence and things of that nature. And I'm not saying that it's just the military, because no, it's pretty widespread. Like in terms of abuse here, it's high. The sex trafficking here is just it's bad. It's disgusting. Right. But I will tell you that for the secret societies that we do have here that are like that, that I am not a part of, and most uh, people here are not, that's few and far in between. But the last thing that we need is to have sets of people not from the islands come here and make the islands worse. Right? The vandalism. I mean, you know, just, it's, it's just, it's ridiculous. And during COVID time, it was tougher because we had people sneaking here because they wanted to be here so bad. One person, I think, in fact, they're like double digits of people, like in the 20s, simply because they didn't mask up. You got to understand, you know, we're in a self-contained, quote unquote, bubble out here. So if you come into the bubble, you need to come in and make sure that you got everything lined up and straightened out. Right. Um, and that's and that's not just for COVID, but that's just anything, period. Because, and as you know, it's not a threat, but your attitude will get dealt with in a certain manner. The locals have a certain way of talking to you without really talking to you. And so you need to keep it in mind that, you know, this is not your land, but you are welcome here, right? You're always welcomed here, but keep your BS at home because you don't necessarily need it. We're nostalgic. We're old school out here, right? We got people who are uh, who are up at the crack of dawn. We have people who are at work at nine and leave, you know, a little before five. <laughs> it's Hawaiian time out here, you know. But seriously, I mean, this has kind of that old school hippie nostalgic '70s feel out here to it still. And that's what I kind of love about the islands. The people are simple and in a, in a manner that, you know, it's easy to get along with them. Intelligent, live off the land. They understand life really good. They don't have worries. They don't sweat the small stuff. Right? They truly live soulful. Because if you are ever around the local people here, you can just feel the culture. You can feel them come out, right? And it's, it rubs off on you in such a good way. Like a lot, a lot of people don't know this story, but when I moved here, um, the reason why I moved here was because at that time, uh, my now ex-wife and I, uh, we split. And she came here with my kids, unbeknownst to me. So 
for me, I had I had to get here because I'm the type of father, and she knows this, everybody does. I love my children. I spend time with them. I talk to them. I care about them. So no one was just going to take them from me. Off top, that's number one. So, so for me, I was trying to find jobs here when I was living in California at the time. And I finally was able to find one. Um, this was after I had initially came here for a visit. Never been here. Never been here. And for those that know me, you know, I kind of, it's not as bad as it used to be, but I had a fear of flying back then. So, I mean, the idea of me flying over water for six hours, six and a half, I was like, uh, but uh, for my kids, I'll climb mountains. I'll fly over anything. I'll walk. I will walk into the depths of the universe for my kids. So it was nothing for me. I packed up everything I had, everything, every single thing. And I sold other things that I couldn't take with me. And I came here literally, literally with two suitcases, my backpack and my cell phone. Stayed at a bed and breakfast after I got here. The people here, let me tell you, they knew that I was not from here. This was when I was living on Oahu. And, and they could tell that I was just happy. I was happy to be here. You know, um, but uh, let me uh, step back. So first time that I came here, not to live, but first time uh, that I came here like to visit, I didn't have that much money. And so I made some reservations. I got a compact car. And those that know me know I'm 6'7". <laughs> So I'm kind of lanky. Um, and, you know, I was on a budget. You know, I didn't have a lot of money. So I got here and, you know, I, I, when I took off like from LAX, the tears just rolled down my eyes. Because at that point, it, it had been about a year or so since I had seen my kids. We would talk on Skype and all that, but it wasn't always because there was a lot of drama that was associated with me being able to talk to my kids. So, but anyway, so, and when I got here, I was just humble for the fact that one, I just made that flight, <laughs> but two, it was like, um, the people here, uh, they could tell that something was wrong because I had been crying and my eyes were red. You know, I wasn't upset. I was happy. And I'm, uh, and I'll never forget this y'all. And this is a true story. So I had, I flew on Delta. It started with Delta. I had made a call to the reservations in Atlanta. My aunt used to work for Atlanta. A God rest her soul. I'm Aunt Rosie. And I didn't use her name, but I just called Delta because that's who I would normally fly with. And I said, hey, I'm looking to go to Honolulu on this and such a date. You know, I'm looking for a decent fare. And so, and the lady was like, oh, hold on a second. And looked up some things, got me a pretty decent fare. I was like, okay, cool, cool. I flew coach. And so I got here and then I was just so overwhelmed with joy. I was going to be able to see my kids hold them. Just the simple things, fellas. You don't understand the sidebar right here. You better take care of them kids. Y'all don't know. Y'all don't know. And I got, and so I got off the plane. I found my way over to Alamo, 
the rental car. I got my little, the compact car and the, and the guy was like, and he was talking in deep pigeon, like, oh brother, he was like, what's wrong with you? I told him, I said, oh, nothing. I'm just happy. I get to see my kids for the first time in about a year and some change. And he was like, what? There's people behind me. A lot of them were tourists, uh, not from here. And he was telling people to go to the next person. And I, you know, and I stood there, I talked and, and I talked to uh, this guy and, and his manager for about 15, 20 minutes. What they call talking story, right? We were just talking. Wanted to know all about me, you know, all this. He's like, you know, oh, hold on a second. The manager, I went to the back. He came back out and he was like, oh, here you go, brother. And I was like, what's this? He was like, this is the keys to a Chrysler uh, 300. I was like, huh? I didn't order a Chrysler 300. I couldn't afford that. That was like probably 90 something bucks a day. I was like, I couldn't afford that. He was like, no, here, I'm going to give this uh, to you for the same price as a compact. I was like, say what? He's like, yeah. He's like, I want you to take that. Enjoy your kids. And when you need gas, go ahead and fill it up. Send us the receipt and we'll reimburse you. I was like, what? <laughs> the tears just started flowing. While it's just a car, right? Like to many people, like to me, that was a way to go get my kids, spend as much time with them, go to different places, do things, right? Because if anyone has been here, uh, you know, if you want to get to any place on the island, you can get there. But if you don't have a vehicle and if you're not taking the bus, then, you know, there's only one other way to get around. And that's, the, and that's uh, those footsies of yours. So you talk about being like blessed. I mean, I was like blessings. I'm driving down Nimitz, Alamoana Boulevard, make my way to Kalakaua. I stay at a hotel kind of down near Kapiolani Park, overlooking. I didn't really have an ocean view per se. I had kind of a sliver of ocean view, but I was like, but I was like half a block away from uh, Kalakaua and then uh, a Waikiki Beach. I was just ecstatic. I was happy. And I had went and got me a simple room, right? Because that's all that I could afford to. And so I get there and my eyes at this point are just bloodshot red, but I'm like so happy y'all. I didn't really sleep the night before, didn't sleep on the plane. Emotionally, it was just overwhelming. And I get down uh, to the EVA, you know, uh, hotel and shout out uh, to the EVA hotel. I mean, those people, some people are awesome. I got a single room and they basically was like, hey, what's going on? The same thing started happening that happened at Alamo. I didn't strike up a conversation. They asked me because they knew I had a reservation, but they thought something was wrong with me. So I kind of just like, no, I just it's like it's like I've only been here an hour. And the way that of the people are here, I said, I just love it here. He's like, yeah, it's really good here. It, you know, and I'll never forget what he said. He said, you know, if you come here and you're good to the people and you're just a good hearted and natured person the islands will find its way into your heart and into uh, your life and uh, they'll take good care of you a mother mother hawaii will never let those down that treat her well and i'll never forget that it, it's i mean it's stuck with me all these many years like later 
so I'm talking to the guy and I'm like, yeah, I just want to check into the room. He was like, he's like, you know what? This is what we're going to do for you. I was like, oh, Lord. He took the keys, right? And he was like, because he said they had a low occupancy at the point, at that, at that point. And he said, here, he gave me the keys to one of these family suites. Y'all, it wasn't just you walk into the room, you put your stuff down, and then there's the bathroom because that's the room that I had. No, it's like you walk in, there's a foyer. You walk in, there's a kitchenette. You walk in um, and there's kind of like a dining room area. I mean, you talk about, this is like massive. This has got to be about, I don't know, well over a thousand square foot room. I mean, I'm not lying to you. The bathroom, there was like two bathrooms, a huge lanai, there were two lanais, a huge living room, right? There was the master bed. Then there was another bedroom in addition to all that. He gave that all to me, y'all. No lie. Check this. For $100 a night. That suite didn't cost that much. That was already in my budget to pay $125 or something like that. But $100 a night. I just. I was speechless. It absolutely brings tears to my eyes because here I am in another land. These people don't know who I am. And they're feeding off of my emotion. They're feeding off of me. They're feeding off of my heart. You know, um, it's amazing. That was just when I came to visit. The Cliff Note version, when I actually moved here, it was even better. Like I was telling you, I went to a bed and breakfast to stay until I was able to find a place. And shout out to B, man. I love you, dog. I love you, man. Um, he put me up, gave me a family rate. It's like, you just seem like cool people. Ohana Nui was the name of the bed and breakfast in Palolo Valley. I'll never forget it. Uh, my boy Brandon. So he put me up. I was able to go off and look. Not, you know, not only for like a place for me to stay, but, you know, I was able to save some money at the same time. I was able to find a place and I got in, into something. I was able to make the transition from leaving from the mainland and coming and establishing myself here in the islands, which is hard. If you're not from here, it's hard. With ease. With ease. And here I am, I'm just being myself. I'm just being myself. Just being me. Those that know me know I'm easygoing. I'm kind. I'll help anybody out. I don't expect anything. That's why Hawaii fits me so perfectly. Since I've been here, I have done nothing but show my ohana, hanai, and all aloha to the greatest extent. And they have reciprocated it a million times over. I have been able to actually find places to rent, jobs, make friends, do all kinds of things like that, that a lot of people that are not from here would have a hard time doing and being accepted for just who I am. 
not because I'm an outsider or because I'm from the mainland, but because, but because I'm me. When you come here to Hawaii, folks, you need to remember, you don't need to come here and act out, act a fool. Just be you. If you come in to visit, or more importantly, if you come in to live, just be you. Just be you. That shines through more than anything. Yeah, they can spot a smug person. They can spot an entitled person far away. Far away. Right? Come here with respect if you want to be respected. Because that's how it works here. I have had nothing but an amazing time since I moved here to the island. My health, my life, everything just been a 180 from where it was. I've had, I, I have had uh, some downs here, but there's been way more ups. Let me, let me uh, I'll tell you something. And even in the midst of my down seasons, when I'm in the valleys, the sun is still shining. There's still hope here. It's not like the mainland where it's everyone for themselves. Everyone treats everybody like crap. No. All of the racism stuff, it's everywhere. We have it in pockets here. But it's nothing It's nothing like what's on the mainland, uh, U.S. Or for that matter, I mean, out in the world. This is an amazing place to raise your family. It's an amazing place to live. If you're given the opportunity, right? Never take advantage of it. Lord knows that I haven't. I have appreciated every moment of it, and I will continue to. It's like I said, I plan on, I plan on dying here, and I told my kids that. I said I love it here. Especially on Kauai, this reminds me of where I'm from, in Kansas, a little town called Newton, where everyone is kind. Everyone cares. Everyone stops to talk to you. They talk story. They don't even know you. You just look like you want to talk story. They talk story with you. That's just how that's just that's just how the people are here. That's just how they are. And I absolutely love it. I wouldn't want to be any other place in this world. Right? I'm trying to get my mom's here. She had like she don't want to come. I know she's crazy, but all walks of life live here. All walks of life and you know. It's amazing here. It's amazing here. So you want to know what it is about Hawaii? There you go. If you plan on coming here and you got questions, hit me up. Hit me up. Uh, drop me a note, an email. Hit me up on social media, you know, like ask me, you know, I'm happy. I'm happy like to share if you ever if you ever want to know. I mean, I am a person that was not born here, right? That has come here, that has earned the respect of the people and can say that and know that the folks that know me stand by me. That's not being cocky or nothing. That's just being real. That's just being real. So, yeah, man. And of all days, happy Aloha Friday. It is beautiful here. And I have a meeting in about five minutes that I got to go to, but 
you know, I hope uh, to see y'all here in the islands. And again, you ever want to know anything about here, if you plan on moving here or if you just want to visit, like reach out. I mean, even people who have been coming here for years, they don't know half of what they don't know. So this place is really good to people that deserve it. So with that said, uh, definitely check me out on social media, y'all. Like I said, go to Soul Brother, S-O-U-L-B-R-A-D-D-A.com. Down at the bottom, hit any link you want to. Subscribe, you know, if you want to know when I am going to post a podcast or a blog or short story um, or poetry or just uh, whatever it is that I feel like doing, uh, go to soulbrother.com and up at the top right, there's a subscribe button or down at the bottom, click it um, and provide your email and then bam, there you go. And whenever I have something to say, you'll know about it. So, but I'm going to get up out of here, y'all. I hope you and yours have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. And stay safe and one love always. It's so, brother.